0: Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen.
1: Today we are so honored to have with us Gary and Carolyn Byrd, not just missionaries, but more importantly, our friends, our friends. I know every time they come, I tell you this, but... We met Gary and Carolyn uh several years ago. Both of us are from all of us are from Oklahoma, the three of us. My wife is the lone non-okie here. Uh the rest of us are from Oklahoma. Didn't know each other until just a few years ago, and then discovered that their son is married to my cousin. It's a small world, isn't it? Small world. Through the years we've become great friends. We've done a lot of things together. Gary is taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the unreached and the overlooked in America. Those that the church has ignored and forgotten are the ones he is tasked to reach. So, Carolyn, would you stand and let us welcome you this morning, all the way from Amarillo, Texas, Carolyn Byrd. And my brother, would you come this morning? He's going to bring the word to us today. Bring that table out, gentlemen. He's going to bring the word to us today. And then we've got a great morning plan because we're going to night 25 new knights and 11 women warriors. Isn't that exciting? It's exciting. Amen. Gary, love you, buddy. Welcome to uh, All Nations Church.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I can't stand up here. Is, is that all right? Can I be back down here still? Yeah, I just I want to stand down here. I'd like to be down where y'all's at. Good morning, everyone all nations you look wonderful today and it's certainly a joy of ours uh to get to be here with y'all and we're so thankful for the support that y'all have given us over the years uh to help us maintain and continue to advance and i don't think there was any thank you i don't think there was anybody in the house that's more excited that carolyn's here than me uh I haven't got to see her in several weeks and so uh, it's good to get to be with her in service as well as Steve and Yvonne and the others that are a part of our Knights family that's developing I believe a brotherhood is being raised and um, I'm excited about what the women are doing I'll say more about it but uh, I told our mission M25 board in January that we're raising men that are we're challenging them to be radicals but when they get home if they don't have a radical wife they're in trouble um we men love our wives i'm going to tell you 52 years i've been with almost 52 years she's she's got to keep it and down to the very day all right but uh almost 52 years and uh, there's nothing in this world uh, that I want to do in the natural than to please my wife Um, nothing more Uh, I want to please God one and then please her too and if I feel like I'm doing something that's not pleasing her how many of you guys know what the silent treatment is you know, if I say something and she don't respond, I know she didn't agree with that. And uh, I don't want to do anything that would even cause her to, oh, and if I come home all excited about, hey, Carolyn, we're fixing to give all of our retirement and all of our money away to help veterans. I don't want, I don't need to be met with, Really? and uh that's what we've had up until this time a lot of people and and probably steve and yvonne are one of the very few couples that we've gathered with that we feel have that kindred spirit um and we're going to try to develop that as we go uh, as in this message but um when i heard his story about hoka Hay and yvonne telling him you're going to get on the bike here i got to get you some gatorade and get you on the road when steve was about to fold um, i had that same experience Uh, i was in uh, british columbia and only a thousand i think it was 1022 miles from the end of my journey and i was feeling like i wanted to quit and i called home and somehow she heard it i guess kind of yvonne like you did the spirit of the lord and while she was on the other end of the line i had men tell me she was just standing there weeping because she knew the danger of what i was doing and um But she told me, she said, you're not thinking about quitting. I got real spiritual at point. I said, heck no. (laughs) I didn't want her to see me as a sissy. I cleaned that up, you know. (laughs) But I didn't want her to see me that way. I wanted her to see me tough. I was going to make it, you know. And so we've got to have women that are strong. And uh, I'm excited about what happened with the women uh, this past weekend as well as what's happened with the men. I want to say thank you, but I want to show you a video clip right quick. And if you guys are back around in the cameras, we'll show that or the videos will show that. Um, This is kind of a leave my microphone it quit. There we go. Leave my microphone on so I can talk through it. This is some of the things that we've done this past year. Turn the music down just a bit, if you would, please. We still had our Biker Sunday in Amarillo in the midst of COVID. We down in numbers, we had about 1,500 show up, but we still was able to share the gospel with them. And we still raised over 1,100 toys and $3,000 in cash. And the, that thing increased in other ways, but we were able to be Santa Claus to a bunch of little kids on Christmas Eve we uh, were not able to go to Washington DC to March for Life or Dallas but we had a March for Life in Falcon North Carolina which was very powerful this is the team of M25 guys we brushed snow off of our motorcycles to ride it that morning in that uh, ride for life uh, we were able to do our diaper run and we're coming back through here hurricanes leave us alone this next year but we raised four hundred and thirteen thousand plus diapers and baby wipes and over $25,000 in cash. My wife was still able to do her queen's breakfast where she gets to honor the girls that are in our royal home who has a pregnancy they weren't expecting and no support. We uh, went back to the Native Americans. They have canceled all their powwows. We think they're going to have one this year, but we were still able to go give a war horse away to a little girl. And uh, the chief slash pastor on the left there we found this girl and felt like she was worthy of that. During COVID, we got shifted over to the Navajos in western New Mexico. They were literally burning their furniture in order to have heat. And so we took on, uh, taking them firewood. We've given them 25 chicken coops with pens and approximately 800 laying hens. And this is the way they can cook for themselves and have providing for themselves. We've taken three semi-truckloads of food out to them. Uh, these are people that don't have running water or electricity in western New Mexico. We hand-delivered food to them because they couldn't get down to the... Get it. It was snowed in. Uh, we They were had to have four-wheel-drive vehicles uh, because no pavement on the roads. Uh, we, of course, we're doing nice training. That's why we're here. We're excited about that. Battle cries, raising men to be men. We still... we Even though we weren't able to do Run for the Wall, we've still had a lot of expenses for Run for the Wall. And uh, we've been picking up supplies and things... Um, but this a few weekends ago I was able to go give a be a part of giving two motorcycles away to a combat veteran who lost a limb in battle. One of the greatest things that we get to do. Carolyn will be home four days. I'll be home two, and we'll start another free camp in Amarillo. We're excited about free camps. Our trip from uh, Auschwitz, Poland, to Moscow has been postponed once again. Uh, Received notice that we're hoping to do that in 2022, just this week. Um, This is one of the last loads that we picked up uh, from Run for the Wall, and uh, was were able to Take that to people that are in need. we are also take that stuff to our prayer rally in um, Lebanon, Kansas, July the 23rd. I'll talk more about that last slide in just a few moments. How many of y'all really understand the gravity of we're in in this country? How many of y'all understand that? Uh, We talked about in nights, this is not some tournament. How many of you ever got real spiritual and watched Karate Kid 2? I'm going to tell you you, you, you miss a little spiritual insight. You just go watch some of these movies and you get charged up, you know. And Carolyn and I was sitting the other night and we watched Karate Kid 2. I love Karate Kid, you know. And uh, Karate Kid 2, when he walked across the moat, the girl was held captive. And, you know, the guys out there challenging him. And uh, Miyagi told him as he walked across the moat, he grabs him by the arm. And he says, Daniel... Da- Daniel or something like that, huh? Daniel, son, Daniel, thank you so much. I can tell the anointings on you. You got the cor- yes, hallelujah. Yeah, Daniel, son, there it is. Daniel, son, this is not a tournament. And I think so many times, as I've been preaching this year, I've become more acutely aware of the fact that I believe the church has no concept that we are not in a tournament or in a game that we're that this is just gonna i've, I've heard so many people tell me well this is just gonna pass like everything else it's just gonna you know this has come and this is gonna go and you know yeah we've got a few problems but we've had problems in this country ever since we've been born you know and you know th- th- things are going to change and yet at the same time i see things getting worse anybody anybody with me it just seems to be getting worse. I don't, I don't see it turning. I, I'm, I'm almost 70. I've been preaching since I was 16. And and I heard them say back in 1969 when they had long hair and, and they was wearing jeans like Isaiah wore them. But we wore, we didn't wear jeans like Isaiah wore them because we, they were faddish. It was because we were poor. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> you know, back in the 60s, you know, I remember those old preachers getting up and saying, oh. Oh, Jesus, got to be coming back because it can't get any worse. How many of you heard those kind of things? You know, oh, it's going, it's it's bad, it's bad, you know. And we've just continued to plummet. I was in New York City. I think it was week before last on a Monday, and I was with some young pastors there and some older pastors, and and a Korean pastor was standing next to me, or sitting next to me at the table, and he says oh, in his broken English, he says, oh, I I I don't know what do and I said what are you talking about and he said it's so bad and I said what's so bad and he said well, my son came home from school on Friday and he told me Date I can no longer call you Date you are now my parenting person and 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 Date I can no longer call mommy 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 is a birthing person now some folks we, we just keep going further Am I wrong? And what God does, Psalms 32, 8 says, His hand is upon us heavy until we repent. Until we do something different. not but listen, there's a huge difference between asking for forgiveness and repenting. And we, this nation has got to move to a level of repentance. Amen. We've got to move to a level of repentance or we're going to see this thing continue to decline. And everybody say, oh no, Jesus is coming back. I just got news for you. He may not come back. He may leave us here to fight for a while. He may leave us here to perfect. His bride just a little more. I don't know what he's going to do. I'm not God, and I I know. I read the book "88 Reasons Why He Was Coming Back in 1988," but he didn't do that then. And I didn't. Quit, and then he bought. He wrote the book the next year, "89 Reasons Why He's Coming Back in 89," and we were still fools and bought that book. You know. Two years later, you could buy him in a garage sale for ten cents. But the whole point is, is none of us is going to know when he's going to come back. But we've got to tear, we've got to occupy the land until he calls us home, right? And so, what I want to do is just kind of build the crisis for you. And just, to, I'm not going to take long with this. We want to get to the ceremony. I'm so excited because I'm going to tell you, you knights that are here, you women of war, warrior women, women warriors, women warriors. I'm going to get that down. Women warriors. You women warriors and you knights, I want y'all to understand that I do believe, Yvonne, this is a dividing or a deciding time in the church. I believe there's gonna be some things birthed here prophet, that's prophetically set in place. I believe the Lord has birthed some stuff in my heart, not only the women warriors, but there's some other things that God has said in my heart and he gave me a word this morning, and I believe that God is setting some things in place, and I really believe there's gonna be awakening In the house of God that will permeate around the country that will say this is war that is life and death. This is not something that we're going to take lightly. All right. Y'all with me. I'm going to tell you I'm here by by, I feel the gravity like I never felt it before. As Tom was leading the songs God started speaking to me through the songs and I'm going to bring that out in just a few moments. But let's look for the Christ at the crisis biblically. If you go to 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, the first thing you'll notice, and listen, I'm not going to read from it, so you don't need to turn to it, but I'm I'm just going to tell you the story. We're going to read from Ephesians, the 6th chapter, here in a few moments. But what I I began to see was in 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, they experienced a lot of the power of God. They've seen a lot of good things, and it starts off with iron swimming in water up to the handle. They had been chopping wood the axe head falls off into the water the prophet comes over says stick the wood down in the water and the and the metal swam up there and jump back on the handle miracle how many of y'all been in the kingdom of God long enough to know this country has experienced the miraculous hand of God I've seen the hand of God I said in Oral Roberts tents in the early days and watch supernatural miracles that we only dream of i mean i saw some real stuff now later he kind of got sidetracked but i'm going to tell you in those beginning years there was a power on that tent and there was an anointing and i watched god move I've seen miracles in my life. I know what it is to hold a a air, I mean, not an air cast, but a cast in my hand with a leg swollen up and black streaks running down the leg. And as I prayed over that foot, I watched those streaks dissolve and she walked out with that thing flopping on her leg. And I told the church then I said I'm gonna tell you what if we start serving the miracles instead of serving God we're gonna lose the miracles in this house and our church did just that we started serving the miracles instead of serving God are y'all with me so far all right so I've seen that then you go over there and there's military military strategy Elisha God would tell him said you tell that army not to go over there because that's where the enemy is and you tell them not to go over there because that's where the enemy is how many of you will agree with me this morning that God has given us a lot of military strategy spiritually in this country. We've taken some ground that wasn't really ours, but God chose to lead us in paths where we could see that the enemy could be taken down. And then you go on just a little bit farther in the strategy, and for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why. Why did this, you know, he get all of this strategy, and then all of a sudden he allowed Samaria to be totally encircled by the enemy? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Are y'all getting it? I hope we're understanding it. We've had all these military strategies where we've outfoxed the enemy. But what we've done is we've stayed in the security of those compounds and the enemy has encamped about us. How many of you understand what I'm saying? The enemy has encamped about us. There's, there's things that our church is having to do that we don't agree with because of insurance and because of laws on the land. We've in, been encamped by, oh somebody, I'm, I've am i never preached that before. Holy Spirit dropped that into my spirit as I was saying it. I believe that the church has fallen prey and we've been encamped. I believe that we have got to recognize some things. Oh man, I'm, I, I can't hardly talk because God's showing me some stuff up here. I know what, I've, I've only preached this about 10 times and all of all of a sudden I'm seeing something I've never seen before I know what it is it's the Daniel's son anointing okay anyhow all I can just tell you is that I believe that God is about to do something if you'll remember Elisha's servant walks in and he goes whoa look at the enemy that's around us and Elisha says open your eyes God opened his eyes How many of you know we've been encamped by the power of a living God? Pastor Steve talked about that a while ago. How many of you are glad there's more for us than it is against us? How many of y'all know that there is a, a host of angels up there working in our behalf? Isn't that glorious? Man, and I'm just sitting there thinking, wow. And then the next thing is the army comes into Samaria because God blinds them. And they're able to do good to them they feed them and then send them on the way and the next verse says and there was a period of peace i think there's a calm before a storm i believe there's there's something peaceful i i there's some things that i'm seeing that has a little peace ringing in it right now but then the very next verse it says there was two women, and they looked up on the wall of the city. They were hungry. They were, the city was in starvation. They were eating dung. They were eating all kinds of crazy things just to survive. And this is horrible. People go, how could God allow that to happen? How I many you know we have a God that is a just God as much as he is a merciful God? And he gives you warnings and warnings and warnings and warnings. He puts his hand on you, hand on you, hand on you, hand on you. At some point, you either got to... Oh, God. I had a biker thought come. You've either got to get on or get off. You've you've either got to get to the place where you will or you won't. How many of you know it's time the fence saddling is over? Okay? So they, they haven't listened to God, obviously. There's things God's upset with. And so we actually have a scene where two women are in arguing because today, or yesterday, we ate her baby. And today we were supposed to eat your baby. Now, I don't know how you wrap your head around that. But can you imagine killing your baby and eating it? So the rest of the family could live and then tomorrow we're going to do this one no see we don't we don't see the church don't see God like that the modern church does not see God as a God of justice but you know he loves us enough he loves our kids enough that he wants to bring us to our knees so mommy can still be called mommy and daddy can still be called daddy so that my girl, my granddaughter can go into a bathroom and not worry about a man being in there my, 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 my God is wanting to have he loves us so much he'll do whatever he has to do to get our attention so that my grandson doesn't have to have a girl in his locker room playing football with, oh come on is, am I telling the truth here today? God loves me so much that he wants us to have a place to live where the king kingdom is first and that where God is elevated and we can walk in the streets and not fear anymore. How many of y'all know it's a tragedy that we have to have security in churches? It's a tragedy that we have to have these things. And when are we going to wake up and understand that we're not going to do anything in the natural to fix this problem? It's going to have to be God fixing this problem. He's the one that's going to have to do the thing. Amen. Are y'all hearing me this morning? He said he looked, they looked up on the city wall and saw the king. And he said, you fix our problem. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of looking to a place that's built on lies and corruption called Washington, D.C. I'm ready to start looking to a God of purity and holiness that I can trust. Oh, come on, help me in the house. How many you know what I'll talk about this every time every time every time I've gone around the country and told this story What I hear somebody say yeah, I agree with you But I'm telling you I'm believing oh so-and-so is going to get elected and I think this is going to happen I'm going guys you had not figured it out yet. It's not about who's sitting in Washington DC It's about who's sitting on the throne. It's about who's got the, the controller of this thing. We've got to get our view back Yeah yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you, the, the Lord has kind of started waking some stuff up in me this morning. Y'all see the crisis? Do you agree with the crisis? you agree we're in a mess? Yeah. Let's don't talk about the mess anymore. Y'all ready? I believe God is about to raise something up. Yeah. 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 I was listening to those songs. Let me just, let me look. Let me look. Nothing can stand against God is that the way that first song started was that kind of is that the way it started? Nothing can stand against God is it sister. Is that really the what it said?
3: Oh, nothing can stand against God. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. Nada can stand against the one and only.
2: I got it. I got it. I got it. (laughs) 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 Could you tell me then? is abortion of god or is it of the devil?
3: It's of the devil?
2: Okay. Okay. Why is it standing in our country?
3: Yeah.
2: Huh? Is the LGBTQ thing is that of god or is that of the devil? He made us man and woman. Male, female. If you have a problem, to look 18 inches down, right? It's very simple. Very simple. So why? Can you tell me why it's growing so much? Yeah, that's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. But we get in here, we sing, don't we? No, I'm gonna fight my battle. We walk out of these doors Come on. and we're just going to have to let, you know, gonna let things happen that happens. We just can't, you know, God knows we're supposed to obey the authorities that are over us. We hide like cowards behind that one text. Yeah. Come on. that's right. Come on. right. But God... Then I got down there to the next song. Thank you, Tom, for these songs. Then I got down there to the next one. This is my victory. And I, I'm looking at it and I said, God, what, why are all these things standing against you in a country that was built on you? Why? Why? And he just, the words I got, and I'm not going to tell you this is God speaking to me, but these are the words that came. Inactivity, apathy, lukewarmness. How many of you all know lukewarm Christians is killing the church? Because they drain the church of the anointing. They drain the church of their time. They drain their church of the power. They drain the church trying to keep them happy. I'm going to tell you, God is going to spew the lukewarm out of his mouth. We're in a battlefield, and we don't need anybody. Rob, we don't need anybody that's going to be lukewarm. we got to have people that are on fire ready to do what God's asked them to do. Oh, come on, help me in this house. Because this is not a tournament. This is a battle. we got to win this battle. God's got a battle for us to win. And we got to quit playing games. Inside the church, we quit. Yes, I'm glad that God is my victory. I'm glad that God is my victory. But bless God, it's His battle that I've got to start fighting and quit fighting my battle. I got to start fighting His battle. Tom, I want you to sing as our nights march out this afternoon or after this service is over. We're going to sing that song again, Tom. Is Tom in here? Okay, Tom, you're still saved. All right, John. What I want you to do is I want want you to sing that song but we are not gonna sing this is how I fight my battle this is how I fight my battle we're not gonna do that bless God we're gonna repent of everything being about me. I'm ready for the narcissistic spirit in the church to be driven out of the church. It's not about you, it's about God. David looked at Goliath and he said, how dare you to insult the God of the heaven's armies? I'm telling you, it's time we get our eyes off of the armies and get our eyes on God being defamed in this country and say, we're gonna put you back on top. Somebody help me in this house. Do you believe I'm right? All right, I'm done. I'm not done. I'm done. I'm going to quit because I believe that God is about to do something that everyone that is a knight and warrior women, woman warrior, I'll get it right in a minute. Is that because of Shelton? Did y'all change that because of Shelton? Okay, I'm going to tell you, if you did, I'm going to go find Shelton and have a word with him. (laughs) Woman warrior. I want every one of you to stand up. Would you do that? If you're going to be knighted, if you're going to receive your dagger, if you are a knight, one of the existing nights, I want you to stand. You around here? All right, here's, here's the word the Lord gave me this morning. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for the last. Be supernaturally infused with the strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. How many of you know what's got to come from him? Yeah. My prayer is my, my launching pad, and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. We, that is our victory, is praying and seeking God. But it's the, it is the launching pad that gets us infused with his power to take us out there. Are we together? Stand victorious. For the, with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. If you're a knight or a woman warrior, I want you to say, Lord, let an explosion take place in me right now as I march forward and make an explosion happen in front, inside of me. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion over the heavenly realms for they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides so that you are protected as you confront the slanderer for you are destined for all things and will rise to victory how many of y'all believe that this morning amen amen you're gonna see how this is gonna play out but we are going listen church I'm tired of the church hiding behind the walls we're gonna go we're not gonna wait for the war to come to us any longer we're gonna run to the battle we're gonna run we're going to be the aggressor help, somebody in there help me are we gonna be the aggressor or not all right let's run to the battle play the video play the video I'll start preaching again. (laughs) I can do that real easy. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. It's a battle call, man. It's a battle call. where we were. Hallelujah. How many of y'all believe that we've been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to be a witness in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth? Samaria has been a group of people we've overlooked I've realized a few weeks back that that's who mission m25 is actually sent to those that are agnostics and atheists and people that hate the church and hate God and the Lord has sent us out there to live among them But while we've been ignoring them They have amassed a lot of power and money and I believe God is going to raise up a standard against that now one of the ways that we're going to do that. The first thing that we're going to talk about is Carolyn and I is going to lay hands on Steve and Yvonne, if y'all would please come up. We have we're going to take it to the streets. We're, take, we're taking this thing out there. Y'all ready for that? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get on, we're gonna to go to Blaine, Washington, and we're gonna ride our motorcycles from Blaine, Washington. Down to San Jose, California. From San Jose, California, over to Key West, Florida. From Key West, Florida, to Madawaska, Maine, and from Madawaska, Maine, we're, we're going to end up in Lebanon, Kansas. Now, not everybody's going to do all of that, but we're going to. They're going to go to Madawaska, Maine, and we're going to go out and we're going to stop every 150 miles. We have a team of about seven motorcycles right now and a pickup and trailer. And every 150 miles, we're going to stop and set up a sound booth or sound thing and we're going to play God Bless America over that sound in that that gas station's parking lot and then we're going to read 2 Chronicles 7.13 and 7.14 and then we're going to pray over the Judeo Christian values of this country where Martin Luther King Jr. said sometimes you do things to save a nation not save a soul. We're going to pray over the Judeo Christian values of our country. We're going to pray in English. We're going to pray in Hebrew, and we're, then we're going to. Uh, before we sing "Amazing Grace," we're going to thank God for the grace over our country. We're going to sing "Amazing Grace" again, and we're going to thank God for the grace in our life. And then when we, before we sing "When We've Been There Ten Thousand Years," we're going to invite people to join a revolution—not get saved, but join a revolution to turn this country back to the thing that it was supposed to be in the beginning. We're going to do that uh, every hundred and fifty miles around this entire nation, believing. that that the power, as I was yesterday, or last night, I don't know when it was, maybe this morning, that Ephesian scripture just came alive inside of me. We're gonna attack the powers of the adversity up there in the air, we're gonna, we're gonna release them in the name of Jesus' attack. Oh, come on, help me, Is any? are you guys with us? Are you guys with us? You ladies with us? We're going to do some butt kicking on the devil while we're out there. How many of y'all ready for that? I'm tired of him kicking us around. I'm ready to take it to him. Amen. We've never done this before. So, but what we've done, we haven't even given any, nobody's seen these up until this moment. But we've had our patches made, the four CPR 2021, and the four corners on it. And Steve, Yvonne, I want y'all to join hands and lead this church. Would y'all please stand out there? Would y'all please stand out there? Church, this is life and death. This is life and death. And we've got we're going to stand together your pastor's going to be on that team your pastors are going to be on that team out there and we're going to shake hell all the way around this nation
1: pray with us father in jesus name today we release the power of light we release the power of the Holy Spirit. We release every angel army to flood this nation, to tear down strongholds, to pull down every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In the name, to, in the name of Jesus, to tear apart the kingdom of Satan and to bring the kingdom of light. Lord, we release the power of in your the Spirit. We release the will of God. We release the power of your Word in to name. flow across the america and once again bring us to our knees in true and yes, genuine god. repentance come spirit of god yes and move in a powerful way yes, tear down the wheelhouse of the enemy and build the house of god again yes oh god in jesus name we release every force of light we release every power of the spirit we release every plan of god over this nation and in the name of jesus we bind the enemy in your name lord we say as the angel said we rebuke you in jesus name and we declare victory is on the way what's being done in the heavens will be done on the earth Lord, you said, pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's done in heaven. Today, thy will be done. Today, thy kingdom come. Bring a kingdom of righteousness and peace and joy across the United States of America and shake your church. To wake up, to rise up, to stand up, Hallelujah. and to go forth in the power that is in his name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Jeff, 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 Jeff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. You take the lead here.
3: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen
1: to the clarion call. Praise Hear the God. word of the Lord. Today is a day to step up, step out, and
3: accomplish that for which I have sent you. Too long you have sat. Too long you have waited. Too long you have wanted someone else to do it. I am calling you out. Yeah. Yep, yep. To you. It is you that I have anointed. It is you that I have qualified. It is you that I have put the ability into now step up, step out, hear the glory call, I am going forth, come with me and accomplish that for which I sent you. Hallelujah.
2: Come on, say praise Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. He put his seal on it, didn't he? Hallelujah. 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 He put a seal on your prayer. Hallelujah. Now, I want to tell you something that the church don't do real good, and that's we don't do real good getting us psyched up, getting us ready to go. You know, we're too humble for that. So what I've done is I've asked a couple of warriors to stand up here with me. These two men have actually been on battlefields. These men have knows what it is to be in firefights. These men know what it is to have to build yourself up before you get into that firefight You know you know how to get a a group of men together and get them excited So what I want you to do, I don't I can't do it All right, I'm gonna give you the microphone and what I want you guys to do is do that little not that little thing Do that thing the Marines do and if you're not know you're not a Marine, but you join him All right I don't know what you guys do in y'all's battalion, but I know what this Marine does and before we get these nights going I wanted to get some fire in the. Us. I want to get us. A, what is that? All right. Whatever you do. How many of y'all ready to go with him? Huh? How many of y'all ready to go with these guys? Guys, we're going to get pumped up. We're going to take the devil. We're going to take it to it. We're any Man, I've never felt what I'm feeling up here. I don't know that you're going to get this microphone. I'm telling you, God is up to something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to us, boys.
1: In the Lord's name. All right, now, here's what I want you to do.
2: His voice is a little louder, all right? Don't be insulted. But I want this Marine, he's going to do it again, and all of you not Marines, are going to do it with him.
3: Come on. Hallelujah. Ura!
2: I'm looking. Are any of those men in the back doing it? Uh, I hear a lot of women, but I don't hear a whole lot of men.
1: Marines right back there at the door. Combat.
2: There's another combat Marine in here? Yeah. Get your rosy little cheeks up here, man. I, I'm sorry. Would you please come? Joe, please come. Joe. Joe, please come. Come on, Joe. Come on, act like a Marine. Get up here, man. Any more? I'm looking. Who? Oh,
1: I'm not.
2: I'm looking for, I'm not, listen, you guys that have served in the military, we take our hats off to you. But I'm looking for guys who have actually been in combat. Have we overlooked anyone that's actually been in combat? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joe, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, sir. God bless you. You guys, I want you to lead them in that. Hoorah! Hooray! Whatever it is you do,
3: he's a modest man. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want you. I want you to give it to him, man. Like you're out there on that field. One, two,
1: three. Two, three. Hoorah. Hoorah. Hoorah! Hoorah! Do it again! Come on! Do it again! Right. Hoorah! Hoorah!
3: One, two, three.
1: Hoorah! Hoorah! One more time!
0: One,
3: two, three.
1: Hoorah.
0: it to the end of the message, and now what? Is God leading you to make a change? Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sherer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7.00 plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.